Let me ask you a question. Do you have a deep knowing that you're only just scratching the surface of where you're capable of taking your business growth? Are you successful but have some invisible hurdles that are slowing you down? Business growth comes from creating and implementing strategies and frameworks, but strategies and frameworks on their own will not take you to the level I know you desire and are capable of. Living in alignment with your unique human design will help you to attract the abundance you are ready for. And I've just created a free guide to help you understand your unique human design blueprint. It's called the Human Design Advantage, and you can get your copy over at samanthariley.global forward slash advantage. You're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, episode 70. And if you're ready for more people to know who you are and how you can help them, then this episode's for you. So stay tuned. I'm Samantha Riley, and after being in business for 20 years, I took the leap of faith from a traditional bricks and mortar business into the online world and created a business based around my expertise. Now I have a life that gives me the freedom to work wherever I have an internet connection. I'm now obsessed with helping the unheard experts who are brilliant at what they do but feel like the world's best kept secret transform to influential thought leaders, all while creating a business which gives them the freedom to create their life by design. Join me as we explore the strategies that you can implement to create and grow a business based on your expertise. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome back to another Monday episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. So great to have you joining me for the last episode in April. Can't believe May is almost Upon us, the year is flying by at a rate of knots. I cannot believe how fast it's going. I don't know how you're feeling, but for me, this year is absolutely flying. But I'm really excited to bring you today's topic, which is all about visibility. Now, visibility is something that is so, so important now more than ever. The person who is known gets the business. The person that is seen, known, liked, trusted is the person that will get the business. So if you're sitting behind your computer hiding and thinking that it's okay, people will find you, the world has changed. I had something really interesting happen to me in the last couple of weeks. Someone reached out on Facebook to connect. I had a quick look at their profile and they'd only been on Facebook for about a week. There was nothing on their profile. There was no profile picture. There was no content. Uh, so I didn't connect. I thought it was a scammer. I'm sure all of you have had those really weird people connecting with you. I don't actually know why they do it. But anyway, that's what I thought was happening. Next minute, I had a personal message pop up from that person saying that they were really looking forward to connecting with me, that they'd seen a post of mine that someone else had shared, and they would love to jump on a call and have a chat about that. Uh, so we chatted for a little minute and, uh, we arranged a, a phone call for later that day. And the first thing I said to him was, it was really interesting that I didn't initially connect with him because I thought he was a scammer. I'd had a look on his profile. There was nothing there. I didn't even bother to look any further. I didn't Google him or I didn't look on other social media profiles, which, you know, sometimes I do. And this is something that we all need to remember that people are doing this 
for us all the time. People are Googling you. People are looking at you on social media. They're looking at your posts. They're seeing, you know, does this person talk about their topic? You know, they want to do some research about you. So anyway, I jumped on a phone call with this person and I did mention to him that I didn't initially connect because I didn't trust he was, you know, a person, like a real person. I actually didn't think he was a real person. And he he mentioned that a lot of people had said that to him in the last week. So this is something that you need to know. People are looking you up. They are Googling you. They are checking out your social media profiles because people will only do uh, business with people they know like and trust. And if they can't find anything about you online, then automatically they don't trust you. Whether you like it or not, this is the way the world is now. So putting yourself out, making sure that you're seen and heard is something that you really, really need to do and it needs to be part of your brand and how you're showing up every single week. I also know that there's so many people in my network that struggle with this. It is a challenge to put ourselves out there and be vulnerable. So I've invited Laura Cameron Stedman to join me today. And Laura's a mindset and visibility coach and she helps online entrepreneurs connect with their inner fire and teaches them techniques to get in front of the camera or in, or in front of a microphone and actually enjoy themselves. And she provides not just the training around the mindset, but also some She shares some great tips today about some tech that can implement or some different things that you can do to help get your content out into the world. And she shares some great tips on how to do it without a budget. Um, I really enjoyed this episode. I hope you do too. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode with Laura Cameron Stedman. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, Laura. It's so wonderful to have you joining me here today. Thanks, Samantha. I'm really excited to be here. Today, we're going to talk about all things online visibility because this is totally your zone of genius. So before we jump into what we're going to talk about today, I'd love you to tell us a little bit about yourself and your business and the kinds of people that you serve. All right. So I am actually Canadian. I don't know if you can tell from my accent, (laughs) but the reason I started this business was I started out really, really shy when I was young. And then I got into this, the whole mindset thing. And I did NLP coaching and I did all those sorts of things. I went to university. I had a theater degree and I thought they both really go together really well. So um, I beat my shyness Uh doing doing acting classes and then all the mindset stuff kind of they combine really well um, to get people out of their heads and into on camera or on podcasts. And the whole mindset piece is really great because it helps people to get it like uh, like I said get out of their head and just get on there and not worry so much about what other people think about them that's the biggest one yeah that's huge and I know that there's already people listening saying yeah I don't jump on Facebook live just because I'm a little bit nervous or I don't I don't do podcast interviews because I'm nervous about what I'm going to say or how I'm going to show up. And they're just too afraid to make that first step out there to do it. But let's face it, if we don't show up online, then people don't know who we are and they can't buy from us. You know, it's really important that we do get out there. And I can't imagine being shy and doing acting classes. Like I just need to go back there for just a moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I was huge. really shy. I was really shy. I got a little bit defensive sometimes when people would want me to, you know, want me to get up there, but I was like, okay, I just have to do this because I, you know what I mean? It was almost like I, I pushed myself to get out there just so I could 
overcome a bit of that shyness as well. Um, and actually ended up doing more comedic acting. I, I'm terrible at dramatic acting, I have to say, but comedic acting, I'm like, I love it. It's fantastic. So wow, I was able to get, get that. Yeah. And from there, I went on um, cruise ships and was, you know, like I, I was, wasn't in the entertainment stuff. I was on the like hosting, hosting uh-huh. stuff. Yes. Hosting, calling bingo, you know, all those <laughs> things. Fun. Yeah. So it was in the people all the time. You were always, you know, in your face was out there all over the place. So that was really fun. And fantastic. And now you work with women entrepreneurs. Yes. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How to show up online, be visible and with confidence. Yes. Why do you think that it's so difficult for people to put themselves out there in the first place? I think this is a really great place to start. Hmm. I think especially women. I actually have a bit of a, a theory about this. I wish women were a little bit different when we were younger. Uh-huh. When we were kids, you know, I think it starts from there. I think that um, if you look at like little boys, you know, when they're 10, 12 years old, when they go out and they do things together and they fail, they're allowed to fail and their friends just kind of laugh it off and like say, do it again. And they, they're encouraged to to take risks, they're encouraged to make mistakes, but to get up and do it again and get up and try again. Mm-hmm. But I think that when women were young, when you were, you know, growing up, it's not like that at all. They were really kind of conditioned to be perfect. We're conditioned to not make mistakes in front of other women or other yes. girls. At that time in your life, when you do that, when you make a mistake or you, you know, become something that you know, somebody that sticks out, you have a real threat of being kind of tossed out of the social group. Yeah. Sort of thing. So I think that we grow up with that. So when we're talking about going online, putting our face out there, putting our, you know, voice out there, that comes up, you know, yeah. that's, that's a very real feeling, a very real reaction that you have when you think about, you know, oh my God, I have this opportunity to do this, but it also is quite threatening because of those feelings that come up still from totally. when you're young. Obviously, this is something that you personally have been through. Mm. What was the time or, you know, how did you work through getting to the point where you just did put yourself out there? For me, it was acting classes were because I had to. And especially when you're, you know, it was a bit more of a safe environment to be in a class Mm -hmm. doing Mm -hmm. stuff with other people that were doing the same thing. So I understand that that was, you know, maybe it was a little bit easier, but One thing that I really wish that women would understand is that it's okay to say ums and ahs a little bit. It's okay to be a little bit awkward, maybe, or it's okay. You don't have to be, you know, that professional all the time, Mm. no vulnerability. And actually, I think it's a detriment at some times because everyone's doing the same thing. Yeah. And I think that we relate to people that are human. And when I say human, we're all human, obviously. But, you know, I, I do say um and ah, and I do say love a lot. I picked that up because I, I used to edit my own podcast episodes. Now I don't. So someone else gets to hear me say that. And, you know, I used to be quite self-conscious about that. Where yeah. now I'm not because mm-hmm. I think that people hear me they know that I'm just a regular person doing regular things and I think that there's more that they can relate from where they're at rather than 
there's this person and they are ever so yeah. perfect and everything is edited and it's all so fantastic and it's like, well, I can't ever be that person anyway. Yeah, yeah. I find that with even with social media as well because I'm dealing with, with some people that are going, well, I need my Instagram feed to be color-coordinated and perfect. And, yeah. And, like, I, I look at things like that. I look at those kinds of feeds and I'm like, this is boring. There's no heart none of the person there yes. I don't know I don't know who this is all I know is the colors of their brand and the quotes that they're taking you know what I mean like there's no totally totally so I think that and I think that that we're heading that direction anyway I, I look at social media and I look I listen to things that people are saying and I think we're heading that way anyway that it's more personal it's more you know more about relationships than yes. it's about how your brand looks like I totally, totally agree. I was away with my daughter on the weekend and she's got, I love her Instagram account. I actually a bit jealous of her Instagram (laughs) account. And I did say something to her about it. And you know, what does she use for editing? And she's like, mom, I don't edit any of my pictures. That's my Instagram is completely unedited. And that's how I want to build it so that people know that. And I'm like, you should talk about that more. And uh, because I didn't even realize that, but I think that we are going through this change, this evolution of the the big brands and the shiny I'm so perfect is, you know, that's exactly what we don't want anymore. We do want to connect with people. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that for, if you're a big brand, that's one thing. But if you're, you know. But we're not. But we're not. And we're, you know, people don't relate to those things unless there's, they, I mean, the big brands already have a relationship with you. Yeah. So, you know, but if you're a small, you know, one person or a small team and nobody's heard of you before, if you're using the same tactics that you would find in a big brand that, you know, no, if nobody knows you, you're going to, it's going to be harder. I think totally definitely go for relationships. That's even the email. I was thinking about that earlier today and I was thinking about, you know, uh, this is one, like one thing that I, that I tell people that I work with, you know, you get emails, oh, look how many emails you get in a day that you just delete. Because yeah. they're all the same and they're just sales pitches. Yes. If you were to take your email list and go, you know what? I'm going to treat this person like I want to be treated. Like I want to have, you know, what were, what are the things that I would love to get in my email? Yes. Like what kind of, uh, you know, I'd love to get, you know, a joke or something personal, you know, something that lets them know that you're actually thinking about them and not just thinking about yourself and getting a sale. That is so perfect. I love that. That is a great tip. There we go. Value bombs, value bombs. (laughs) So for the people that are listening and, you know, we do have men that are listening too. And I think that, you know, we, I know that you do work with women, but I think that this is for everyone that, you know, that does need to be visible and that it can be tricky to get out there. Just saying to people, just do it is one thing. Mm-hmm. But for the people that are really struggling, what's, you know, what are some things that we can do as some strategies to actually take that first step of putting ourselves out there and be seen? There's a, well, there's a couple of things that you can do. Number one is start small. So do an Instagram story. In every type of content, there's different levels that you can, there's different styles that you can have. Uh-huh. So even if we're talking about a podcast or a video, knowing, being self-aware, knowing your blueprint is really important as well because I think one of the big problems is that we all listen to so many people saying you must do this, you must do this, mm-hmm. you know, you must long form blog post, you must do, you know, videos that are this specific way, or you must do. Podcast. But if you think about it, 
if you're doing a podcast, for example, you could do just yourself or you could do an interview with another person or you mm -hmm. could do a group, you know, you could do like a coffee for people or you could do, there's so many different things. You could read a story, you could write a poem, you could do so many different things. So if you're going to, if you can find the thing that you feel the best about, like if you yes. that you're, that you actually quite enjoy Yes. Uh, you know, if you can go get into that sort of mind space and, you know, be the 12 year old boy that's experimenting and doing stuff. And even if you don't start off doing them as lives, just doing them, you know, if you want to have a you know, group of friends, a group of girls that get together and have a talk show. Yes. You know, that would be amazing. Lots Absolutely. of people would listen to that. And doing that kind of content, you're not the one who's going to just be the you know in the spotlight. You're yeah. you're in a conversation with people, so you're not going to feel as you know feel that anxious and feel yeah. that anxiety that you might have if you if you're having to come up with all these things yourself. Totally. So think about that. Think about the different types of things that you can do. And the really exciting thing about doing that is that doing something that isn't you know that other people aren't doing will also set you apart. Totally. I think it's really important to pay attention to your genius zone and not get caught yeah. up in the so-and-so is doing that. I interviewed um, an amazing lady on my podcast, which is coming up in future episodes, who has recorded something like 100 episodes on her own for her own podcast because she was really nervous about interviewing other people. And I said, how funny is that? Because I was the opposite. I interviewed other people because it was kind of like the security blanket for me to be panicking like, oh, no, what am I going to talk about? Where now that's no problems. But starting out, I knew that I needed someone there to bounce off. So it's really important to know what your own zone of genius is and where you shine the best. Yeah, exactly. And that goes with everything, the kind of content you put out, the kind of, you know, what you're, who you're talking to in your business. Like it's all, if you can figure out your blueprint, that's what I call it. Yes. Then it, may, it just makes life so much easier because you're not you're not basing what you're doing on how other people find success. Yes, you're basing it on yourself. Yeah, yeah. And it just makes it so much easier. So once you're really clear on you know the way that you can shine the best, mm -hmm. do you have people that are still really? And I know that I actually, I'm going to say that, put my hand up and say, this is where I've been before. You know, you're, you're on a roll, you're doing all this stuff, and then something just derails you, and you stop recording episodes or you stop putting yourself on video mm -hmm. or whatever it is what are some strategies that we can implement in to to keep that consistency to make sure that we're always showing up I don't think there's really strategies uh like if you're talking about setting up calendars and things like that I think when when something like that happens you need to look at your mindset and see what's going on there I think that's more what I was asking like because yeah. it's a it's a head that starts talking it's the head yeah yeah, yeah. So what uh, the biggest thing that I tell people to do is to take a step back and to look at what, like, what are you telling yourself? What are you resisting? There's going to be some sort of block there that you have. And so we're going to try to figure out what that might be. But in order to do that, and I think this is the where the big uh, problem comes in for a lot of people is that they're not allowing themselves to do that in a non-judgmental way. Oh, so in, yeah. Yes. Instead of saying, instead of saying, okay, you know, I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to say, as if I'm the observer of myself, I mean, a, an NLP technique you can use is to put yourself on a movie screen. So you're disassociated from yourself. 
So mm-hmm. even if you're doing that and you're watching it and you're going, okay, this person is having an issue. What might that be? In a non-judgmental way. So you can say, there's an issue. Let's figure it out. Let's be curious about maybe why it's happening instead of going, I am worthless. I can't like keep my consistency. I, You know what I mean? Like instead of beating yourself totally. up, which is not going to help you at all. No, it actually like, sends you into all. a big, deep spiral, right? Because you're feeling bad about yourself. Yeah. And then you've got this, you're serving yourself up a big shame sandwich for not you even are. doing it. And it just totally goes down in a spiral. Yeah, it does. But you got to think about yourself as you want your best friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you have to be the best friend that can go, all right, look, girl, like, this is what's going on. Not the not the best friend that's just like, here, let's have three bottles of wine and, <laughs> and cry about it. And that one, okay, maybe the first day, maybe the first day. But like after that, you have to kind of go, okay, something's going on. Let's, let's figure out what it is. And so if you're actually working on it from that point of view as there's something happening, I'm going to be curious about it. I want to figure it out. And then once you've kind of gone down that path, and said, what if, you know, what's the resistance that I'm facing? And then look at it and go, okay, how can I reframe that? How can I look at it in a different way? I was at a mindset workshop the other day, actually. I love workshops. I don't care. I'll go to everybody's workshop. Oh my God, um, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the examples she gave was, so if you're trying to, uh, to up-level your business and maybe you figure out that one of your resi- you know, resistant is you're, you're you know, at this at this much money and you just can't seem to make the jump to another level. If say, for example, you figure out that one of your, um, the things that you have holding on to, which is a resistance for you is that you, maybe your family is going to think that you're too la di da kind of, you know, making all this money kind of, you know, say for example, that's your, that would be your fear. Um, so reframing it might be something like, but you know what I can, you know, I can help, you know, I can pay, I can buy them stuff or I can, like not buy them stuff, but I can like, show them that I'm good and that I'm okay and you know and I can help them with things if they need help because I'm making that extra money so it's looking at the ways that you can take what you have uh, your fears and what what's holding you back and just look at them try to look at them from a different perspective which is another you know step back and look at it as well so the biggest thing I'm hearing is that we really need to show up as our own best friend that is a supportive best friend and almost yeah be there for support not for judgment yeah 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 absolutely and there's two yeah two phrases also that I really believe in and one is so what so if you're doing you know if you're trying to get up on the you know trying to get up on videos and stuff like that and you're worried about haters you're worried about you know so what I'm doing it nice you know talking to yourself in that way like so what that's our you know yeah I'm good and oh yeah what was the other phrase I have another phrase that I really like using but it's kind of like oh of course is the other phrase of course I'm gonna do this yeah you know of course I am gonna go up on video and of course now people might get you know be nasty about it but so what yeah I'm doing this because I love doing it and I'm doing it and I'm helping people and I think that we need to keep that in focus too there is always going to be people that don't align with what we're talking about that don't align with our values that don't like the way that we speak or like our topic it but so what we have to really focus on the people that do love us that do love our message because they're why we're doing it so if we're not showing up we're actually letting those people down Mm -hmm. the people that actually already love us yeah 
But yes. if you can take, but even if you could take the, the of course want to go for the haters, of course I'm going to have them. Nobody, yeah. not everybody's going to love what I have to say. Of course, I'm, yeah. of course people are going to be, you know, there's going to be haters. And then yeah. you can take it from that. If you can take it from that perspective instead of like, oh my God, I'm going to have haters, you know, and letting it stop you. Yes. I mean, of course, that's just part of it. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to put in, you know, things to deal with that when it comes up now, instead of just letting that fear stop me from going ahead and doing what I, what I want to do. Totally. So the other thing that I think that holds so many people back is really the overwhelm of mm -hmm. the tech and what has to happen to be able to roll this out. It's one thing to say, sure, I'm going to do a video or I'm going to do a podcast, but then there's like all these things that have to happen, you know, the editing and the, you know, yeah. the website platform, you were talking about this, you know, in our pre-interview, there's so many things that have to happen for us to even get that video or that podcast episode out into the world. Yeah. Oh, I already feel like I just need to take a big, deep breath thinking about them. Yeah. But you help people with this tech overwhelm, don't you? Yeah. Well, first of all, the tech, the tech comes a little bit later. First, the first thing is to figure out what's the one thing that could move the needle. Mm -hmm. Because I think Is people focus, well, for example, if say doing a webinar where you can actually you know, put your product on there, or even if you're not putting your product on there, but you're actually getting out there, getting your face on there and actually getting people to your mailing list through that. Mm -hmm. um, rather than I need to focus on having three months worth of posts for, yeah. you know, all of the, these things, because those things take up a lot of time and they are things that are important, but if it's just you or if it's a small team, you have to kind of go, once you can go, okay, what's the, like this might happen if I do all of these things in six months, maybe I'll have some, you know, get my business kind of going. What you want to do is say, okay, I want something that in the next two weeks, uh -huh. like, what's the one thing I can do that's going to move it quickly Nice to get you, to get you started, to get the ball rolling. Otherwise you're just, you know, you're not doing anything or you're, you're doing all these little things that, that don't actually help your business really yeah, so, you know, you're not getting money. You're not. It's not making you any money by making sure that all your content for Instagram is ready. Yes, it's yeah. just not. It's just not. So it's about focusing on that thing that is going to move your business ahead, and of course that includes money. You know, what's the thing that I can do now that will improve that? Yes, you know, my focus, and that's what you want to at the end of the six months. All that stuff that you're doing. That's the you know. So figuring out what that what that six month point is, or that you know, what you're actually trying to achieve at that point and pulling it forward so that you can do it that part really quickly. So finding easy, I love the easy button. That's my favorite, like favorite thing, easy button. What's the easiest thing I can do right now to get that six month thing like closer yes. to me now. And yes. then I'll worry about that other stuff. That's not the, that's not the money-making thing. So that's so kind of worried about a bit later. So what about people that are listening now saying, you know what, Laura, that all sounds really great, uh -huh. but I don't know what that thing is. There's plenty of people that actually don't, they're trying so desperately to understand social media, they're trying so desperately to understand tech, and it really is gobbledygook to them. And, mm -hmm. you know, if that's you, hats off to you for giving this thing a go and learning. What's a tip that you can give to them right now that helps them understand the next, what that next thing needs to be for them because it's not always the same thing for everybody right no. so how no. do we how do we 
even get to that point of going, all right, I've, I know that I'm doing this next week or this week. Yep. How, do we, how do we make that decision? What is the easiest, best, fastest way to build relationships? Oh, I love it. That's it. So if that's, it. if that's a webinar and you're going to be talking to 100 people or 10 people, get your, you know, get them to know you as a person, build relationships is the biggest thing. If six months down the road, people don't know who you are. If you have, if it's all in, you know, if you're just doing photos, but that was gold, that was absolute gold. And that was not what I was expecting. And that is, what were you expecting? I don't, well, I don't know what I was expecting at all, but I was expecting some logical answer that was, you know, about a platform, but that is, So, so good. The best, the best way to create relationships. Yeah, whatever that is for you, though. So I can't tell you what your best platform is because you might be really good at video or you might be really good at podcasts or you might be really good at writing. You know, you might be good at creating a meetup group and having people come. You might be good at, you know what I mean, face-to-face yes. things. You might, I don't know what that is for Absolutely. Absolutely. Only you know what that is. Yes, but it's just the result that you're looking for. And the result should be building relationships because once people know you and trust you and like you, that whole thing, that's yes. when you're going to, that's when they're going to want to work with you. Or can you decide on the next one to two weeks that's going to help you move the needle right now in your zone of genius? You need to figure out what your best thing is. What do you love doing when you build relationships with people? How do you love to do it? Um, and that could also be things like, I love going on Facebook groups. Uh-huh. Love it. I love chatting with people on them. I love doing all that stuff. That could be, you know, one of them. Like I said, meetup groups, if you want to start one or go to them, that could be in-person things. But also, how do you like to consume content is a really important thing too. So if you like consuming content a specific way, maybe look into that direction to build relationships with other people who are doing that or with, yes. you know, just using using your own using your own blueprint to figure out what direction you should be going in. So you shouldn't be listening to people who are saying, you know, this is what I did for a long time. For a long time, I was like long form blog posts and I tried (laughs) to do them and I don't even read them. Like I don't read them. Whenever I go on one, I like skim the top, skim the bottom, like check and I'm just, I'm off to the next thing. Um, I don't, I don't like what read them at all. And I was a terrible essay writer in university. Let me just tell you that. So I don't know what I was thinking, but because I had so many people that were like SEO and write this thing and yes. do, you have to do it like this and have to do it like this, that I was like, okay, I'm going to do it like that. But, yeah. I, but it's like you know, that sucks your creativity. I know that it does. Um, I love writing, but if I'm <laughs> constantly doing keyword research and only writing what SEO is telling me, like there's no creativity there. It's like, Ugh, I've got to write this post of these words. Like it's, it's just, it, yes, I understand we need to, we do need to do those things sometimes, mm-hmm. but we also need to infuse them with what lights us up and what excites us. Yeah. I was, I think we were, ta- I was at a workshop just yesterday and we were talking about, funnily enough, long, long form blog posts. And I was <laughs> saying that I'd read a blog last week and it was one paragraph, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. one paragraph. Now it's terrible. I can't actually tell you who wrote it, but I can remember it because I was just like, it was awesome. Like I went in, I read it. It was punchy. It was funny. It was, it was a fantastic blog post. It was just one paragraph, not the, you know, not the long form blog post. So there, I guess at the end of the day, there are no rules. We can create our own rules. Yeah, you can, you can create your own rules. And I think that's where you can be more creative when you're doing something that actually speaks to you. 
Yes. You know, and it lets more of you through. So you're not just like the robot kind of, you know. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You have to be this like, you know, look a certain way and talk a certain way and not tell jokes and be very serious. You know, it, that kind of robs you a little bit of your creativity. And I think, too, yes. because I have an acting degree, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know if I just want to, you know, do that. But uh, you definitely just you need to be self-aware. Yes. Yeah. And use that to your advantage because not everybody has what you've got. I know, you can, you know, lots, so many people say that, but I think you can really, really uh, use that when it comes to content, when it yes. comes to making content, like put your personality in there, but also the type of content and the format that you're using should be what you enjoy and not based on, you know, because next week it might be, blog, uh, you know, might be video again. And then the next week it might be podcast might yeah. be the cool thing. But if you're yeah. just consistent about what you're doing because you love it, that's what you're going to matter, right? That I know matter. years ago when I first went into business coaching, I used to think that I needed to show up being all serious because I was a business coach. And the second that I let that go was it just life got so much easier. Mm. And it was funny. Someone was cutting some videos of mine the other day and he had headphones on and I could actually hear my laugh through the headphones. I was like, oh my goodness, like that was so loud, wasn't it? He said, yep. And I love it. He said, you laugh so much. It just cracks me up. I can't not watch an interview and smile. And you know, we're talking about really important subjects, but it doesn't mean that it can't have fun. So just show up and let let the guard down and just show up however you're meant to be. Yeah. And people will like it. Well, you know, not like like it, but when you're vulnerable, it makes them feel like they can trust you and they have, you know, it builds that relationship with them when you can actually let down your guard a little bit, which is the same exact thing in person. Absolutely. Because it's just like, this is me. (laughs) Yeah, totally. So I'd love to know, Laura, what's your favorite way to create content? What's your favorite way? to? Uh, I love podcasts. I've actually just started another one. Um, I had I have had a few different businesses, so I'm just kind of restarting this one, uh, starting this one, um, and it is called the Mindset Jam Podcast. And yeah, so I'm just starting it. So I just I've actually just got uh, iTunes approval. Yesterday. Yay! Congratulations! Yeah, I'm really excited. <laughs> but the one I had before, I loved. I loved doing it. I loved interviewing people. And being able to have fun and laugh and stuff on the microphone was really fun. So I'm totally. excited about that. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, of course, we'll link that up in the show notes. That'd be great. Brilliant. So we need to go back to where I took us before a little bit prematurely. One of the things that you talked about was making the tech part easy. So oh, once yeah, yeah. we've shown up, we've, we've created the content. You talked about the overwhelm that people can have and just taking the next step. I know that you've got some strategies that you help people with so that they can use the, just use the basic tech to get things out and published. So I'd love you to share some of those with us. All right. Well, I actually have, I use all free programs mm-hmm. for my, all my tech. So I use for audio, I use Audacity, which is. Mm, I love Audacity. Program. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's great. It's fantastic. For things like screen capture, uh, for videos and things, I use OBS, which is free. And I use HitFilm Express for video editing, which is free. And so when people actually look at those programs, we, they, sometimes if they're, if they're brand new, mm-hmm. they can be a little bit like, what? Because there's, there's a lot of programs out there that are made for, you know, very simple kind of edits and things like that. Yes. But I think the main thing is for me is that I can have the possibility of doing more later. 
Yes. I like that I can do easy stuff now, but if I wanted to do some more technical things or if I wanted to research on how to add some fun little thing, I have the possibility of doing that without having to learn a new, a new piece of software. So what I do is I take those programs and I just show you the like, you know, click this button and it does this. Yeah. So it's just easy. It's just like the basics of the editing process. Yes. But I don't show people more than that because you don't need it. Yeah. I had a mentor that said, you don't need to know just in case. You only need to know just in time. Like, what do I need to do today to get to the next step? Just show me that. I think too many people get caught up in just in case, just in case what, you know, this might happen. Ah, Yeah. Yeah. We got no time for that. Yeah. Oh, I actually use one other program as well called GIMP, which is a Photoshop alternative, but it's free. Wow. I did my brand photos on my website using that in a really easy way with a video camera because it was just being by myself. But stuff like that, like brand photos are, you know, that's one of those things that holds you up for sure. Like you want to, you know, my husband took my photos and they're like, you know, they're fuzzy and stuff. Like people won't put their pictures up on the website if they will. Yes. You know what I mean? But I have a little thing on my website where it's, you can just figure out how to do really easy you do it with your video camera and you just make brand photos and they look fantastic. All the photos on my website were done like that. Wow. Um, so you video so you can choose the exact frame. Yeah. And you just take a frame out of your video and then edit it. Fantastic. Yeah. No, it's so easy. And I was like, why didn't I think of this before? That is but, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> but then you can do whatever you want. Like you can have a thousand film photos, you know, if you do it a uh, 10 minute video. Yes, and you can pose in all the ways you want to pose and like look ridiculous and you don't feel weird in front of a photographer. Yes. Because I think that that's another thing. If you're number one, paying $500,000 to get your photos done, but oh. you're also having, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if you're just starting out, even that $500,000 kind of mark, you're like, oh, I could be spending on so many other things. Yes. But you're also, you don't, you miss out on the whole awkward like, how do I pose? I don't know how to pose. Does this look okay? Am I smiling weird? Like, you know, those sorts of things because you're actually just freer to be yourself. Yes. By yourself. Wow. I would never have thought in a million years of doing my own brand photos, like not in a million years. I think that's, look, even if it's not your brand photos, just use, even your social media posts. We need yeah. so many pictures these days for social media. I think it's a great tip to use video and, and GIMP. Who would have known? <laughs> Who would have known? That's what I, yeah, I like finding easy ways to do things like that, especially if it hold, it's holding you back from going, you know, from getting your stuff out there because everybody needs to hear it, right? Like yes. everybody has something that can help somebody else. So if, if those are the things that are holding you back, then that needs no to be No more. Yeah. No more. Exactly. Absolutely. Mm. Laura, for people that are listening that love what you've been talking about and want to stay in contact with you or stay connected, how can they do so? They can reach my website is lauracameronsteadman.com, which it doesn't have a second A in the Steadman, which gets tricky sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I know my name's spelled wrong a little bit, but anyway. Um, and I also have a Facebook group, which is uh, the Online Visibility Institute for Women. And I'll be doing, I do lives and things in there. So that's a, a really good, good place to, to find me as well. 
Fantastic. And as usual, we'll leave all of the links to everything that Laura's talked about today in this episode below. There's quite a few links there for us to add today. You've added heaps of value. You've shared a lot, a lot, a lot of tips and tricks with us. For you to leave us with one message to be able to wrap this episode up in a beautiful little box with a bow, what would that be? I think the biggest message of all is just find your, you know, use your blueprint. Just like self-awareness is so huge. That's something that, and don't feel bad about it either. Don't feel bad because you're different than somebody else. That's, that's what it's all about. We need, we need different. Absolutely. Embrace it. Embrace it. Yeah. Embrace it. Laura, thank you so much for everything you've shared today. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you. Thanks, Samantha. That's so nice. Do you want to grow and scale your business so you can make an even bigger impact? One of the reasons I've been able to achieve the success I have over the years can be attributed to one simple factor, surrounding myself with like-minded people, people who think big like me, who have a desire for growth and who understand the challenges we face when growing and scaling a business. That's why I've created a free community, especially for thought leaders and experts just like you, and I'd love you to join us. Just request access to my free Facebook group at Thought Leaders Inner Circle. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to share this on your favorite social account. Just head to samanthariley.global forward slash podcast, click on your favorite episode and you'll see the buttons right there to share the love. And as this show is new, I would love, love, love you to leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. See you next time in the Thought Leaders Business Lab.